This is the Healthy Worship Team Podcast, and I'm your host, Julie Angler. If you're a worship leader who's ready to get to the next level, whether it's to help your team thrive as your church grows, become a stronger leader yourself, or to add more creativity to what you do, you're in the right place. I've spent the last 20 years leading worship, and I want to share with you the best of what I've learned. I know you've got the talent. I know you've got the calling. Now let's talk about everything else. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited to be with you here again. Like I said, my name's Julie, and this is the Healthy Worship Team Podcast. I am loving bringing content to you guys. It's really enjoyable for me to share what I have learned, what are some of the principles that God has shown me that I've lived out. And there is a huge difference between understanding a concept and really living out and practicing that concept in real life. And what I hope to show you in every episode are things that I have had to practice out, implement, and see real life change or real growth and progress in my team and in myself. And I just want to encourage you before I get started on this next thing, you may understand the concept of something, but there's a difference between that and practicing it. And so if you feel like I should be getting this easier or this should be coming easier to me, just like let yourself be bad at something. Let yourself be bad at it. If communication is something that you um, understand what you should be doing, but you've never really had the opportunity to practice clear communication or leadership, like communicating to your team or up to your senior leaders, it's okay not to be perfect at it right away or to have it mastered, the practice of it mastered. We're going to spend our whole life practicing the way, practicing following Jesus, becoming more like him, loving one another more. And every season is a new opportunity for you to take another principle or concept and put it into practice. So we're just kind of normalizing the like things are hard and we're not perfect. We're not the best at everything. You may be an incredible musician, an incredible worship leader, but you're not going to be the best at everything, and that's okay. Today in episode seven, I want to talk to you guys about the importance of making sure that your vision is aligned and is following the vision of your church. This is a tale as old as time. You've got someone who is creative who is smart, who is talented, and they are hired or put into the position, whether you're on staff or not, to carry the creative vision of the church. You're the musical one, you have those things, and your senior leader is like, this person is, perf- this person is perfect to carry out what we're supposed to be doing. So of course you come, guns blazing, all the ideas, all the dreams, and for some reason, you're struggling with understanding why you bring these, you pour your heart out into ideas, and then things aren't working the way that you want them to work out. You're getting no's from your oversight, your, your senior leader, or, um, or you're not seeing the results that you're looking for. For some reason, they, the songs that you play or the way that you're doing things, you're like, this isn't actually like going the way I was hoping that it would. The first thing that you need to look at is if what you are trying to execute is aligned with the vision of your church. That vision of your church cannot come from directly and only from you. There is an important principle of authority that the senior leader has a responsibility to to 
to seek vision from God, to answer to his oversight, whether that's a board of elders, a board of trustees, a governing body. He has God and his overseers to answer to for the vision of the church. It's not actually your job to decide where your church is headed. It's your job to support and help execute where your church is headed. And so what that means is, is that you need to understand where you're headed. You need to understand what the core values are of your church and what your senior leader understands to be the direction and the focus of your church. And then your job is to help execute that. It's worth stopping and slowing down and really asking yourself that question. Am I trying to create a mini version of a worship team that I really hope that our team looks like? Or am I really leaning into what God is speaking to us as a church? Um, we see rogue worship pastors all the time that, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to judge. I think we all, I think at times myself too, I haven't necessarily understood or gotten a clear communication on that. And so like, okay, well, I'll figure it out myself. That is not your responsibility. It is actually your senior leader's responsibility to establish the vision and the direction that your church is headed in. And it's your job to follow that. And so you don't have to carry that responsibility. They do. If you don't know what your direction is and what your vision is for your church, then that would be a really great conversation to have with your senior leader. It could, st in, and, and it needs to be open-ended and for you to be ready for whatever it is that he's going to share. So um, once you get that from your senior leader, you may know very clearly what that is. Most senior leaders are doing all, they're doing the most. They are doing the work. They're working very hard to be able to establish that and communicate that to you. Um, so once you get that vision from them, then you have a decision to make. This is your first responsibility. Your first responsibility is to decide if you are going to align with that vision or not. If you choose not to align, if you choose to say, so let's, let's say your church um, wants to make sure that scripture and the word of God is one of the most important things in a worship service. And so they, your senior pastor feels very strongly that, um, your songs have very specific, um, emphasis on scripture. Now, when you hear that, that may be like, yeah, this is awesome. It's great. We're going to do that. You may hear it and think, absolutely not. There are so many songs that are poetic and powerful and impactful, and there's not explicit scripture in it, and I still think it's good. You have to make a decision if you're going to align or not with your senior leader's direction and vision. Um, for our church, we made a shift from being a family-focused, um, non-denominational church to being a church that could um, open our doors to the lost, welcome them in, that people could get saved. We were we we had never had a salvation call at the end of the service, at least not to my memory. And I was there; I've been there my whole life. Um, but there just wasn't a consistent weekly salvation call, and so we didn't have a large influx of young believers coming in. And so when that vision changed, that we were going to open up our 
open up our pathways for people to come to know Jesus at our church, that changed some of how we established our worship time. That didn't change who we worshiped. It didn't change how highly we regarded the presence of God. But what it did do was it helped us rethink how we communicated to our congregation in ways that could be confusing for somebody who had only just started either following God or coming to church. And so we had to make sure that we were, that I had to make sure that I was aligned with the vision so that I could execute that vision. Now, um, here's what will happen if you can't align with it, but you stay in your position. If you cannot line up with what the vision of the church is, you will never see the results that you're hoping for because it'll, what will happen is you'll be like, okay, well, I'm just going to try to do my own thing over here. I'm just going to make my little own thing over here. And then maybe it'll just all go so good that everybody will be convinced that I have a good idea. That is the temptation. But the principle of authority in the Bible, it just doesn't work that way. It works by honoring our authority. And I want to read a scripture to you because God gives us very clear instruction on how we're supposed to act with our leaders. Um, In Hebrews 13, chapter 13, verse 17, I'm reading in the NIV and I just think it's really good. Um, verse 17, it said, he's giving direction and he said, have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden for that would be of no benefit to you. Basically he's saying, listen, I need you to honor your leaders because they have to answer to God. They have to answer for their leadership and do it. So it's not the hardest thing in their life is to get you guys to go where you're supposed to be going, because how would that be fun for you to have a leader who's literally beat down by trying, by having to run circles around everyone around them? He's saying, make it easy for them. Make it easy for the, you want to be easy to lead. You don't want to be the most difficult person to lead. Now let's talk about fear, fear in, um, trusting and following and honoring leadership. Um, some of you might be just fresh out of the gate and have no reason to question that, the, that your leader is, is um, doing everything they're supposed to do. But for some of us, we've been in ministry for a while and some of us have experienced what it really looks like to be led by someone who's human. Things happen. There are no perfect leaders in the world. So then I'm like, okay, I've got this new pastor and he's leading us and I'm excited about the vision. I'm excited about all of that. But what if he abuses his authority that I'm, that I am willingly submitting to and honoring, I'm choosing to honor him and submit to him. What if he, he abuses his authority and hurts me in some way? And that wasn't reflective of his character. That was reflective of my own fear and some past experiences I had had with church leadership? What if he hurts me like I've been hurt before? What if he uses my own heart of honor against me and hurts me? And that's when the Lord said, you honor them because they do not have to answer to you. They have to answer to me for their decisions. And once I really got that in my head, that I was covered and loved by God, and nothing would escape his sight, that I could honor a leader knowing full well, every single leader I will ever follow in church, they are all human and they will have shortcomings and they will make mistakes. And 
I think I'm going to be okay because I have someone who's watching over me and protecting me. There may be some hurt that happens, but there won't be a single thing I'll go through in my life that I'll be alone and that God won't be there to take care of me. And if they do something against me, then I know that they will have to answer to God for that. The reason why it's so important to understand that is because and it, with, when it comes to vision, they are the ones that are responsible for deciding and carrying the vision and they have to answer to God for it. That's a weight that they have to carry that no one else can carry. And we want to honor that. You may have plenty of input with your senior leader on what the vision of your worship services and your you may have lots and you have a, may have a more informal and, and familiar relationship with your senior leader. Some of you may have a very, very formal and distant relationship and you, you, you're given direction and that's what you do. Regardless of what that relationship is, don't ever forget, especially if you feel very close and you feel like you have a lot of input, don't ever forget that it's them who has to answer to God for those decisions. It's not you. So if you ever have input and then that doesn't happen, um, just remember that, that they're the ones that are having to listen to the Lord and, and answer to that. It's so important to understand this concept because you have to take the next step down. Once you understand the role that your senior leader has and you really trust the Lord, you trust God in your leader, you know that God has led you to that place to serve this church and to serve this body and to serve this leader. And so you're honoring him. You're getting clarity on the vision. You know what, what the focus is. You know what your specific church, you know what, what your um, main focus is going to be. And you trust God with him. You allow him to have the authority in the areas that he is responsible to God for. Once that happens, then you can step into the authority and responsibility that you have. And now you can actually ask the same thing of your team that you're giving to your leader. How could you ask your team to trust you and to follow your direction Um, if you're not doing that for your senior leader, you have, like I said, in the episode before, you cannot create a culture. You have to be it. You cannot expect to have team members who all follow you and trust you and submit to your authority. If you're not doing the same thing for your leader, you'll see whatever you give to your leader is what you'll see. The, you'll see the fruit of that in your team. There will be decisions that you're senior leader will make that you do not agree with. And just because you do not agree with them does not mean that they are not a good or right decision to make. How do we know that that's true? Because when you look down, take it down one step, you are responsible for a team of how many people? Seven, eight, nine people on the worship team. Three of them may have very strong opinions on what should happen at a certain point in the service. Whose responsibility is it to make sure that that the service is going the way that it should? It's yours. And what happens when you have to make a decision that other people don't agree with? You're doing the best that you can to lead. You're taking that step and they're not going to agree with you. So what does that mean? Does that mean that because they didn't agree with you that you made a bad decision? Absolutely not. You understood the responsibility that you had and you made the best decision that you felt was necessary. And so in those moments, what do you need from your team? What do you need from them? Do you need them to um, 
do you need to spend all the time trying to convince them and agree to agree with you? Or do you need them to trust you and to say, hey, I don't see it eye to eye, but we do not have to all see things eye to eye in order to work together as a team. That's the same attitude you can have toward your senior leader. If this is a big struggle for you, I want you to ask the question, what do you need from your team? Do you need them all to see things exactly like you see, or do you need them to trust you and follow you when you have to make a call? If that's what you need from them, that's what your senior leader needs from you. It, it goes both ways. I'm going to stop here and pick up this idea on our next episode because we're going to talk about leading bravely and how to make decisions that you know that your team is not going to be happy with or that there's going to be some some friction there. And that's such an important conversation. So I'm going to stop here and thank you so much for listening. This episode was talking about authority and responsibility and how important it is for you to decide and to go ahead and align with the vision that your senior leader has placed for your church. They're the ones that have to answer to God for it, not you. And you can't step into your authority as a worship leader until you are able to align with that vision. I hope that's encouraging to you. Take some time and think about it this week. Start paying attention to where you and your senior leader don't see eye to eye and recognize that as an opportunity to really practice honoring the the responsibility God's given him regardless um, instead of just being like, oh, we, you know, we need to agree on everything. If this episode was helpful to you, if you're enjoying the content, I would love it if you would like, subscribe, leave me a review. And also if you have questions, you want to contact me, tell me what was meaningful to you, or ask for me to cover something specific about church ministry or leading. I would love to do that. You can email me at thehealthyworshipteam at gmail.com. I love you guys. We'll see you next time.